Round three in progress at the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational at the beautiful Midland Country Club with our affiliate 100.9 FM that you can hear in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. Some phenomenal scores. I'm telling you. For Cheyenne Knight and Elizabeth Sokol to be minus 18 and shoot a 62 today on alternate shot, they'll be back to best ball tomorrow on championship Saturday at the Midland Country Club. It's phenomenal. And they only lead Matilda Castron and Kelly Tan by three. Jody Ewart, Shadoff, and Emily Talley by five, and Celine Borgay and Polly Mack by five. That's that's unbelievable. 62 an alternate shot. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live TV version on Ballet Sports Detroit. Check your local listings. Radio version on most of these huge radio network stations. And tomorrow's show will air from the Tower Great Lakes Bay Invitational at the Midland Country Club. How about that number, 62 an alternate shot? Wow. Yeah, Billy, you you saw some teams go really, really low today in perfect scoring conditions, and uh, it's impressive. Alternate shots a difficult format. I mean, you you've got to have both players clicking because uh, you know if you're putting great, but I'm leaving you nothing but forty footers, it doesn't do us any good. So for those teams that went really low, they were fully in sync. That's for sure. And by the way, great. Just great crowds at Midland uh, Country Club today. I was blown away by how many people were and still are out there. It, it, it's uh, it's really good to see. You know, one thing from the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give, and I, I said this on Monday that I had the same vibe going into this Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational in Midland that I had broadcasting from the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give at the Blyfield Country Club. Uh, that th- this was going to be the biggest week that tournament ever had. The Meyer event uh, hit record numbers. And it says something when you're the LPGA Tour and you look at these two stops that have emerged outside of majors as two of the top stops on the tour. Yeah, especially considering that next week for the ladies is a major in France. You know, this is not an easy, short little jump in the car and drive to your next stop. So they... Obviously, they've moved up the final round to Saturday, so the tournament takes place a day earlier in the week, which, for the record, I kind of wish the LPG did every week. But um, they drew a a very, very strong field. Interestingly enough, some of the the bigger names didn't make the cut, but they were here. And um, I think fans have begun, at least in this state, to to really embrace the attraction of the LPGA events, both Meyer and Dow, where you can bring the kids that are two years old, or you can you know you can just come out with the diehard golfers, and there's something there for everybody. It's so well done. It's so well priced. You know, ten bucks for adults and kids are free. I mean, come on, you can't go to a movie for this anymore. So, uh, kudos all the way around and. And the players absolutely love it. You know, they come and they talk about the uh, the welcome that they get. They they talked about that in Grand Rapids. They talk about it in Midland, and um, it's it's for real. There's no reason that the top, you know, let's say 18 of the top 25 in the world, they don't have to come and play at these events. They need to play at the majors, and yet here they are. So it's really 
quite a, a compliment to the uh, the teams that lead these LPGA events. And it's interesting to me, Billy. You know, we are a few weeks away now from the uh, the Ally Challenge coming to to Grand Blank, and there was a time when I would have told you that the Champions Tour was by far the better bet if you're putting an event together, better bet for drawing a bigger crowd and um, the more attractive of the two, just because of the of the, uh, the legendary names on the tour. But the reality is, you know, PGA has, I think, overtaken that, and now you see tournaments like the Ally resorting to concert promotion more than they do golf promotion. So, again, a feather in the cap for the LPGA. They're in a good place these days. Yeah, and, it, and it's a total package. You get, you've seen what Dow has done, and you're seeing it again this week. Uh, on and off the course, uh, the fan experience, the player experience, the media sponsor experience, same thing that Kathy Cooper and her team do uh, with the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give. Uh, they both donate millions back to the community after their tournaments. They keep the prices low and affordable. They do different things like the Eat Great Trail at the Dow GLBI Midland Country Club to the Jay Brewers and the low concession prices. I, I'm i just so impressed uh, with both entities, uh, both cities, uh, what they do. And you know what, what? what's happening here is that there's not that LPGA event in the Detroit area. And I think the LPGA is going to look at the state of Michigan, and it may not be uh, at the same courses, but they have to start to think, you know, do you roll an LPGA major into the state of Michigan? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the LPGA thrives in what I would call mid-size marketplaces. And so certainly the Great Lakes Bay region would be a mid-size marketplace. Now, Grand Rapids is a pretty big metro area, but... It's got a, a feel of a very welcoming, and West Michigan is such a small-town feel to it, even though it's a very heavily populated area. I would, I would be interested to see how well a large market would embrace that tour. Now, certainly, they embraced PGA Tour because the Rocket was a huge success again. Um, but having a major for that tour for the LPGA in our state makes perfect sense and there are some really good venue choices however i was talking with um, some of the folks in the in the dow leadership world about that very thing and they were talking about their commitment their financial and the community and all that and the thought is they're, they're probably not going to draw any bigger crowds simply because it's a major there are a lot of people who are in attendance at the uh, how Great Lakes Bay Invitational, because it's a very fun event, because it's totally accessible, because it's laid back. Uh, the team competition is pretty fun to watch. And it didn't sound like the idea of taking it to, let's say, a USGA event was all that appealing, frankly. Um, and, and, of course, a major venue would have to be a little bit longer and have a range on site and that kind of thing. But uh, lots of factors in there. But the good news is um, everybody is raving about how good a golf state we are in. And we, we knew that, but it's fun to see others discover it. Amen. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live. Radio version will originate from the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational two-person LPGA team event tomorrow. Saturday is the final round championship uh, day as the ladies will fly uh, to France for an LPGA major on Sunday. You can listen on most of these huge radio network stations. Michigan Golf Live TV version on Bally Sports Detroit. Check your local listings. 
I want to get your thoughts on the 151st Open Championship and what about Brian Harmon with a 67-65 in the first two rounds? Five-shot lead over the hometown favorite, Tommy Fleetwood. Your thoughts on what the weekend uh, will bring at Royal Liverpool? Uh, being one of the best putters on tour will always pay off, and Harmon is that. He is He's red hot on the greens. Um, we haven't seen any weather roll in yet. There's been a few sprinkles, but it certainly has not been that you know, prototypical open championship weather. Uh, it will be interesting to see what what the weekend looks like from a guy who's not normally in this position. So pressure ratchets up. Usually some of the more established players start to make a little run, but that hasn't happened yet, and a number of the established players are not around for the weekend. So if I'm, if I'm Harmon, I'm sitting there today going, I, I couldn't have dreamed I'd be in this position. I couldn't ask for anything more. And now can you stay out of your own way? Because even though there are 36 holes left, there are a lot of players that would have to really go super low to catch you, even if you just kind of make your way through this thing at even par or a couple under. So um, definitely a good spot for him to be in. I think the bigger storylines right now for me is, you know, the guys who did not make the cut. I, I knew Justin Thomas was struggling. I, I, didn't see him going with an 82 in the opening round. Played a little bit better today, but he's out of there. Dustin Johnson uh, played like I did on Tuesday in the Pro-Am, which is basically like a beginner, and um, did not have – I mean, he's gone. He's out of there. And some of the other big names that we would have thought um, were going to be right in contention, you know, Ricky Fowler made the cut on the number. Um, I think Scheffler – I don't know if Scheffler made the cut or missed it by a shot. I think he made it on the number. Uh, some of those guys are now – shots back with two rounds to play. That's a that's a pretty big deficit to make up. So it looks like a Harmon kind of a show if he can just kind of keep his wits about him. Billy, always great to talk golf with you. I'm really proud of this state for the turnout for the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give Father's Day week. And this week at the Tau Gray Lakes Bay Invitational at the Midland Country Club and having affiliates uh, in both cities, our flagship station, in Grand Rapids with 96.1 and also 100.9 FM in Midland. Really uh, just a, a wonderful vibe, uh, both tournament weeks. And I know it benefits the community. And to hear so many different people, including a couple of former pro athletes, one and Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, uh, he's there uh, in Midland, uh, was there today uh, for round three. He loves following the LPGA Tour. John Vanderwall surprised me yesterday uh, during our broadcast talking about how long he's been a fan of the LPGA Tour. He watches it uh, every week. So, you know, now you get the events in our state. Uh, We all love the game of golf for the most part in Michigan and just a perfect fit, man. I I can't wait to watch Championship Saturday tomorrow and they can listen uh, to Michigan Golf Live on their local uh, station. Billy, safe travels, my man. Thank you, and uh, they just announced the dates for next year's Dow event, and it looks like you'll go from Grand Rapids, have a week in between, and then you'll come up to Midland. So it's going to be at the end of June. And uh, you talk about concentrating highlights of the golf season in a short span of time. Next year it'll be even a a shorter span. So we'll uh, we'll celebrate this weekend and look forward already to getting cranked up for next year. And and I think the reason, before I let go, i got a couple minutes here before i got to get to a network break, that – I thought that day would come. 
that they're two big showcases and it's like AOC NFC championship games on Saturday and Sunday. They're on both sides of the state, so I don't think you'll cannibalize any of the fan attendance. And because of that week in between and and the travel where some of the ladies will just stay here in Michigan, I think you'll get monster, monster full fields for both tournaments. Yeah, I think so, too. They may still have their tournament in Ohio in between, but again, it's a short drive for everybody. And because it's an Olympic year, and it was all explained to me today. It made perfect sense. All I know is it's going to be a fun June next year, but it's already a fun season thus far. So we'll uh, we'll enjoy the final round with you, and then um, uh, I hit the road again for another uh, TV shoot tomorrow afternoon. We'll talk soon, Billy. Thank you.